Hello, lovely friends. Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious, the podcast for all things random and sweet, including spirituality, manifestation, mindset growth, and a sprinkle of my random life updates and recommendations. My name is Dana, and this podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about spirituality and mindset, particularly at the starting few years of your spiritual journey. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Uncovering the Subconscious, the podcast. I am so, so excited to have you all here and listening. It has been a bit of a work in progress to get this podcast out. Uh, At the point of time that I'm recording this, I actually still haven't revealed it on my Instagram page that that I'm going to be releasing this podcast. So I'm so excited to now have you all listening. Uh, I would love for you to send me a DM. So my Instagram, if you haven't found me, through there is soul tarot healing and yeah let me know what you think of the podcast there's should be two episodes out by this point so give them both a listen and see what how you're feeling from it I would love to hear it from anyone or even if there's 50 episodes out now and you're listening still send me a dm I'd love to hear what you think about it um, that is what I'm manifesting uh, having listeners from a long time in the future now Anyway, before I get way too off track in that kind of talk, because I can get very lost in the whole future, where are you there? Like, anyway, back to the point. So my name's Dana and I thought I'd start the podcast by telling you a little bit about myself, about how I came to start the podcast, a bit about my spiritual journey. And then from there, I'll get into the first podcast topic which is tips about self-love and how we can show our self-love in, a, in three simple ways, three simple ways to work on. I'll also talk a little bit about the law of attraction because most of my content is going to relate to that. My next episode is all about law of attraction. So um, listen to that one next uh, to get a bit of a clearer idea of it. But anyway, so my name is Dana and a bit of a background. So I, on my spiritual journey. So I'm from Adelaide. Uh, well, I live in Adelaide, but I'm originally from a small country town in South Australia. Um, I moved to Adelaide in 2016 to study international tourism. And I have a full-time job as well in tourism, which is interesting right now with COVID. But do you know what? That's okay. We're getting through. So I have my full-time job and I have my Instagram page and I also now have this podcast. So if if there's something you've been wanting to do, trust me, if you really want to do it, you'll find time for it. Now's the time to do it. Anyway, um, so my spiritual journey. So I've always kind of been been very into the spiritual world and I also always held a fascination to the spiritual world. However, I did live in the spiritual closet for the majority of my life. For those of you who don't know what the spiritual closet is, it is essentially where you kind of deny your belief in spirituality. And I found I did that a lot with people who thought that spirituality, sorry, I can't speak today, um, was a bunch of bogus. That when people would be like, oh yeah, it's it's a load of crap. I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. But yeah, no, I see what you mean, which... Look, we've all, or majority of us have been there. It's nothing to be ashamed of if you're there at the moment. This is your step to kind of put yourself out there. It does take a little bit of courage to get out of that spiritual closet. Um, anyway, so that was majority of my life. And then I started, I was always kind of interested in psychics. And then I started 
actually going to see them. My first psychic, I believe, was one uh, from my country town I was born in, and that was 2017. And it was incredible, and it kind of swept me in a little bit more. Um, But probably my real start to my spiritual journey would have been when COVID hit, because I found that my escape was traveling. To be my most authentic self, I came out when I was traveling. The issue is when I couldn't travel anymore, I no longer had something to look forward to when my most authentic self could come out. So I had to kind of face a few little inside developments to discover who I am in my everyday, ordinary working life, which was really hard when I was used to saving that for travel. So COVID had a bit of a blessing in disguise for me in the fact that because I was meant to move to New York in April 2020 and then in March 2020, the lockdowns happened. Um, But it did have a small blessing in that it kind of made me face some inner work that needed to be done. Um, So from there, I brought out my old tarot card set that my mum had gotten me a few Christmases ago. So like me, it sat in the closet, in the spiritual closet, not being touched for a long time. Um, but COVID came around, I wasn't getting many shifts at work. So I moved back home for a bit and I found the tarot card set. So I got them out and I started reading them for friends and family. I moved back to Adelaide. I discovered Alexis Fernandez, which is a really good podcast. I'll include it in the information. Uh, and I posted on her Facebook page and I started reading for strangers. And that was incredible because getting the feedback when you have no idea anything about their life and they're coming back and saying how accurate the reading was, it's the most incredible feeling. Um, So from there, I was still kind of a little bit afraid to start my, actually, no, I was not starting a business. I, uh, in my head, I was like, that's never going to happen. I'm never going to get to the point that I feel comfortable in starting my own business. And then I found another podcast and I found the law of attraction And the podcast that I found that was a huge, life-changing for me was called Let's Be Naked by Chloe Corcoran because it led me to a group life coaching course called Level Up. So Chloe, she ran this course and it had about maybe about 10 other girls in there and it was amazing. I connected with these girls who were in the same place of a lot of them wanting to start a business or wanting to do something big in their life, but feeling stuck and feeling like they couldn't make that next step. So we're all in very similar positions. So we started started this work on our chakras. We started doing these journaling prompts. We started supporting each other. And I cannot believe how much changed in that eight, seven, eight weeks. Um, I started that level up course saying I would never, ever do a tarot reading business I ended that I ended that course with my own business with at that point it was about 300 followers I think I was two weeks in um, and I was doing readings for a lot of people and I was feeling amazing about it like I was in such a high vibrational state because of this course and I just remember throughout being still being like "Mm, I, I still don't think I'd ever start it and then as the weeks went on I got to the point I think I could do it, but not yet. And then I got to the point where I'm ready to talk to the girls in the group about it because I know when I do that, they will push me and they will help me start it. So then I told them about it. I got all the encouragement I expected and it was great. It was just, it put me where I needed to be. 
And that same week on that Sunday, I started my page and I started with free readings at first. And then by the end of the following week, I was doing paid readings and I'd had my first client and I was on top of the world. It was great. And since then, I have been working on my business. I've been doing more readings, more offerings. I've had a lot more clients and so many dream clients that have been so helpful and so great to me that made me feel so good about myself and about my talent with tarot card reading. Um, and yeah, it's it's been such an incredible experience. I've learned so much. Putting the content on the page and researching the content has taught me so much. It's pushed me to listen to more podcasts and it's overall, it has been an incredible experience. But I got to the point I felt like I needed something else as part of it. And I was lost. I didn't know what it was. I did try experimenting with doing some coaching myself, but I just did not feel like it aligned with me. And as I listened to more of Alexis Fernandez's podcast, um, I just, I felt so drawn to what she was doing and how successful she had been. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to be able to teach people the things that I'm learning about law of attraction, about spirituality, because I learn, you learn, once you get into it, you start to learn things every week. Um, even through apps like TikTok, TikTok is teaching me more about spirituality as well. Um, anyway, so I felt just like I wanted to share the things that I was learning and I wanted to be able to do it in a way where I could share it to multiple people and I could connect with people through that knowledge. And also, I know what it's like being at the start of your spiritual journey where you've kind of started the work, but you're still very lost. And so I wanted to be there to help people that were at, were at that point in their journey. So this is what I want the podcast to be. Where, whatever point you are on your journey, I want this podcast to help you. But even more so for the people that are in the first few years of spirituality, self-discovery, uh, law of attraction, like I want to be able to help you. And I want to teach you things that I'm learning as well. So that is what brought me to the podcast. And this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'm that it's why I'm so excited to share all the different things with you. And so now I'm going to go over a few of the things I will be sharing with you. So some of the topics that I will be covering throughout the, the podcast episodes will include intuition versus, versus your ego, how to kind of tell the difference, imposter syndrome and how to kind of work through it, uh, spiritual awakening, self-dating, uh, learning your love language, as well as learning other people's uh, gratitude and how to use gratitude for manifestation learning more about your values and why your values are so important. Um, I do want to cover also about the patriarchy and kind of how we fit through our life on and how we can work through the patriarchy. Uh, the seven chakras and the different ways that we can unblock uh, uh, the chakras that we have blocked. Uh, how to switch your mindset, toxic positivity, uh, some tarot card readings and how exactly they work habits and rituals and how we can use them to benefit our life. Um, I will probably even go into a few different things like I can't help myself sometimes. I will, I'm a big fiction fiction book reader so you will hear that come up every now and then. Um, I've been reading a lot of Colleen Hoover lately so and also I will relate majority of this back to the law of attraction and manifestation because that is going to be a huge focus on the podcast 
And it's very, in particular for people who are learning kind of at the beginning of their law, attract, law of attraction or spirituality journey, uh, because as I learn things as well, I want to share it with you. Um, now, so I will actually cover the law of attraction and manifestation in my first episode, oh, second episode, should I say, uh, which I will upload at the same time as my first episode. So you should be able to access that already um, and you'll be able to listen to it after this episode. Uh, so my goals for this podcast is I really want to teach people how to embrace their spirituality and stop feeling like they have to hide in the closet. And I also want to teach you more about how your mindset works and how to um, go more deep into your self-development and challenge your fears. And to be completely honest, I'll be doing it alongside you because every day is an Every opportunity is a lesson and every every day is an opportunity. Like everything that I learn will also be shared with you and I will be learning at the same time. So don't feel like you're alone in it. Now, so before we get into the part about self-love and how we can kind of battle through it and give ourselves a lot more self-love, I want to talk briefly about the law of attraction because I will relate this back to it. I will relate the self-love back to the law of attraction. Um, So the law of attraction is defined as the ability to attract into our lives whatever we are focusing on. So it's this idea that our thoughts are magnets and what we think is what we're going to attract into our lives and you can attract anything. So if you have a lot of negative thoughts, you'll find that a lot of negative situations will occur. Whereas if you're thinking a lot more positive thoughts and you're in a high vibration, you'll find a lot more positive experiences will kind of find you. Um, Again, I will go over this in more detail in the next episode, uh, which should already be available for you to listen to. uh, If you want to listen to it first, uh, completely up to you. Now, so let's get into the first topic, self-love and how to start taking the small steps in loving yourself. Uh, So self-love is defined as a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And it's, it's something that I think a lot of people see as a luxury rather than a necessity. And that's not technically true. Like, I don't know when self-love was put in this category as we don't need it. It's only if we get time that we're going to give self-love even a second thought. And when you really look deeper into it, that's just a load of bull and that's not true and if you actually start allowing that time for self-love you'll find you get a a lot more done Um, because it is something that can really increase your mental health and a lot of people uh, I'm sure people with anxiety and depression which I don't know much about so I don't want to speak for those people um, but even people that just get small bouts of anxiety or worry and you'll find that when you get into that slump of I just can't be bothered. You might have all the time in the world this one day, but you're in this low slump because you haven't really been taking care of yourself and you have so much time to be able to do anything, but you just can't be bothered. And I've been there. I get to that point where I'm just like, I just, I just don't have it into me. I am so bored and I feel so low, low vibrational and all I really want to do right now is just continue laying here, even though it's all I don't want to do. And when you get in that slump, it's very hard to do anything that's productive. So when we start to show a bit more of this self-love, you will definitely find that you can do more 
out of it. Um, so where are we? So self-love, it is also a crucial component with manifestation. It is something, if you really want to manifest something into your life, you need to start giving yourself a lot more love. And the more neglect you give, the harder it's going to be to be able to manifest something into your life. So in this episode, I'm going to give you three steps that you can take kind of for the beginning of your self-love journey. So this is if you're kind of still struggling to turn it around and to start incorporating self-love into your life. These are little steps that you can take. Uh, You can take one of the steps, you can take all three. Uh, It's completely up to you. Just try and start doing at least one of them actively for the next week and see what a difference it makes in your life. Um, So you need to start calling yourself out on these things. So the three things I'm going to go over is one, stop criticizing yourself. Two, stop criticizing others. And three, setting boundaries. Okay, so the first one. So the first step I'm going to go over is stop criticizing yourself. And this is so, so important for the self-love journey. And it's it's so common for people to be at the stage that they don't even realize they're doing it. So it is can seem really hard to break when it's become just habit and it's, it's just normal for you to criticize yourself. And this is actually when I do make my podcast about habits and rituals, um, if you're listening to it at a point where I already have, I would recommend listening to that for tips because habits, habits come, I, I believe it's in every 10 days you can set a new habit. And so just like this, you can set a new habit in stopping criticizing yourself. Um, And this is so important, even if you're alone, not to do this, but especially in public, because we live in a society where it is frowned upon to talk well about yourself. At least that is what a lot of people believe. And you get this idea that, oh, I can't say I look good in this because then that person will think I'm up myself. Um, Do you know what? But if that person's going to think that they've got their own issues that they need to work through. Um, but yes, this talking down about ourselves in public. And again, I still sometimes find myself doing it and I always try and catch myself and re reinvent, reinvent the words I'm saying. So the next time you're sitting there and you go, Oh, oh you look so good in that outfit, but I look so fat in mine. Catch yourself. Don't let yourself do that. It is only going to bring yourself down. And I find a lot of people as well, when they say this, if the other person doesn't acknowledge it's not true, they will go even deeper into this idea of, oh no, this person didn't even correct me. I must look fat in this. Oh no. like, And you get such this self-pity and this your ego just kind of takes over and it puts all this fear inside of you that, that you are not good enough, that you um, do not look as good as this person or anything like that. You need to stop this negative, this putting yourself down, especially to make other people feel better. And so it's, it's going to take a bit of time and it's going to take getting used to, but you do need to catch yourself when you say it. And hopefully you catch it before the words come out of your mouth and then even turn it when you're ready turn it and be like, I feel really good in this outfit. I really like how I look and start using positive phrases instead of these negative um, kind of down putting, like putting yourself down in order to make someone else feel better because then you'll find that you start to do it very often. It'll be your go-to. You'll feel kind of, it's like habit again. You'll feel, you'll feel like you're missing something if you don't say that, if you don't put yourself down. 
it's it's working out it's getting rid of this habit of you have to put yourself down in order for your you, to compliment someone else so next time if you want to compliment someone that is amazing that's such a good idea but instead of doing it by putting yourself down just say you look amazing in that outfit i love what you're wearing simple simple we don't need the extra part about you not looking good in it Um, So that is something that is so important to work on to stop this self-negativity and especially as well when you're in when you're alone and you look in the mirror and you think oh have I put on weight oh I I don't look great today stop if you're really feeling down in the slums and in negativity walk away and do something that makes you feel good like do some yoga or do some painting or cooking or anything that raises your vibration, walk back and look in that mirror and you'll look completely different. Because when you're in a low vibrational state and you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you're going to see flaws and you're going to see things that aren't there. Um, Compared to when you look at yourself and you're in a good mood and you're much more likely to be able to find, oh, I actually look really great today. Oh, do you know what? I love my eye color. Oh, my legs are so long. Or anything like that, you're much more likely to find the positives in yourself when you're in a higher vibrational state. So anytime you look and you feel that negativity, walk away, straight away, end that conversation, turn around your vibration before you want to make any comments about yourself. It's really going to make that difference those little steps and relating back again to the putting yourself down in front of other people when you do that it also gives permission it doesn't it doesn't mean it's right but it kind of gives permission for that person to insult you and it's not actual permission that is makes it okay but it makes that person believe you're insulting yourself, that probably means she's okay if I insult her too, or he's okay, or they're okay if I insult them too. And it's just this idea of, I can insult myself as a joke, I can be like, oh yeah, oh my god, I ate so much, I feel like a giant today. And then that person goes, okay, so they they don't care about talking about their weight, I can insult their weight as well then. Just not necessarily weight, Um, this can come down to anything, but it's this idea of making it okay for someone to insult you. And it's because they hear you speak these words out loud and they go, oh, okay, well, they're okay with insulting themselves, I guess I can do the same. Um, So this is why it's so, so, so important to work on this and to reshape it and just stop those words from coming out your mouth before they actually come out. Now, so with this in terms of manifestation, uh, so when you're, I've kind of spoken about it already when you're already in a low vibration and you look at it and you speak these negative words, but also when you just see yourself in, and you start to insult yourself, your vibration is going to go a lot lower and you're going you're gonna to start bringing in lower vibrational things so things that are on that same vibration um so this is this is why it's so important to turn it around so you can start bringing in a lot more positive energy and positive positive situations uh so different ways that you can work on this and improve i've kind of already went over some of this but just remember that the thoughts you are having aren't always reality in that moment so when you're thinking oh i look ugly today that's just your low vibration and just because you're thinking that doesn't mean someone else is thinking the same there's probably someone else looking over going damn she looks really good today 
And meanwhile, you've got, you're stuck in this like, no, I look terrible. Just because the thoughts are in your head does not necessarily mean they are true. So just remember that. Um, Another really good tip that I have learned in the book, Untethered Soul, is when your inner critic starts speaking up in your head, see them as a separate person. See this person next to you materialize and give them a name even if, if it makes you feel better. So this is your person, say, James. This is James and he is the one that is speaking the words. And honestly, James is just sounding a little bit ridiculous right now talking about himself like that. And honestly, you should probably tell James that he's completely wrong and he's just stuck in a negative mindset. So this idea of turning in your inner critic into a separate person it just it allows you to realize that you don't necessarily have to agree with what your inner critic is saying. Just because they're saying it doesn't make it make it true. But it's just like you don't agree with everyone's opinions that you have uh, that they have. And so seeing them as a separate person kind of just shows you you don't have to agree with the inner critic just because you think they're part of you. Another really good tip is to think like a friend. So this helps again if you have the inner critic as a separate person. Um, if you heard your friend talking this way about you, or sorry, about themselves, what would you say to them? Would you say, mm, yeah, no, you're right. You don't look great today. Or, and if you would say that, I think you have a lot more inner work that you do need to do. Um, but you wouldn't, you would say, you look so good today. You completely rock that outfit. Your individually, individuality, sorry, is something I so admire. Like you'd give them compliments. You would make them feel good. If they were sitting there insulting themselves, you would say, you're, you're being ridiculous. That's not true. You wouldn't sit there and critique them too. So think as if you are your own friend. And this is a self-love component. You are your own friend. Would you let your friend speak that way about themselves? No, you wouldn't. So why are you letting yourself speak that way about yourself? So now we move on to the next point of step two. And this is also very important. And it is stop criticizing others. Uh, So, and these are more people that probably you don't know or people you don't particularly like, people that don't really align with you. Uh, If you find yourself judging them, whether it's their personality, whether it's their looks, I don't really care what part of them you're criticizing. It's, you're actually criticizing yourself by doing it. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard this concept, but essentially we are the mirror of the people we are around. So when you're thinking thoughts about someone and you're judging them, it's normally because you see something in them that either you wish you could be like or that you see in yourself and you don't like in yourself. So when you find yourself speaking negative towards someone and thinking thinking negative things about them, talking to your friends about them, Catch yourself and rethink, why am I saying this? Why have I got this such this negative mindset on this person? Uh, what it's It very normally relates back to something about yourself. And it might be something you don't, you're not aware of yet that you don't like in yourself. But it very normally relates back to yourself. And so when you're sitting here criticizing that person, it might feel good in the moment to let it all out, especially if they've done something that bothered you. But when you walk away, do you really feel good that you've sat and or stood and completely put down this person to someone else in particular? Does it really make you feel good that you spoke these such these negative words about these people? And I'm not judging people for doing it because everyone has done it in their life. I still catch myself doing it sometimes and I really, really do try and stop myself because I never feel good after. 
it might in the moment feel I'm letting out some pent up energy that I have and letting out this negativity. But afterwards, I just go, how did that make me feel better? Did it really make any difference? Has Is that person going to change that thing I don't like about them? No, probably not. So what was the point? Instead, it just makes me feel like shit. It makes me go, oh, I am the type of person that would put someone down when they're behind their back and now I don't feel great about myself. That is the only result of this criticizing others. Also, it's important to remember that when you're speaking to other people about like kind of bitching about people to your friends, your friends are going to start seeing you as that person that bitches about these people. And it's all good when you're talking about this one person, but when you walk away and your friends are no longer around you, they're going to be sitting there going, oh, so she says this about this person. What does she say when I'm not there? She's she very, or she, he, they, um, very openly talk about someone when they're not there. So clearly they're comfortable doing it when when I'm not there as well. Like people are going to get this idea in their head as well. So it's so important to kind of catch yourself a little bit. And now in relation to manifestation, it's again, getting into this negative, negative vibration and bringing in these other negative vibrations because you're, you're causing such these negative emotions to come up. And remember that when the, the kind of person you are is the kind of person that you attract so the kind of feelings you feel is what you're attracting. So these people that you're attracting into your life, these friends, they're probably going to be on a similar wavelength. And then it makes you question, what do they say when I'm not around? If you're doing this, and this is the vibration you're living in, the people you've attracted are probably pretty similar. And it's not what you want in your life. And you don't want to live your life going, oh, oh two of my friends have caught up today. I wonder if they're talking about me because when you live in that life of talking about people like that and criticizing and putting down others, you're used to hearing it that you just expect other people to be the same and you expect them to talk about you when you're not there because that's what you do when they're not there. And so that's why it's so important to catch yourself and to stop, stop the words coming out of your mouth and start working on going towards positivity instead. So different ways that you can improve yourself here is the first one is give out more compliments. Start giving people compliments instead of putting them down. And if you feel like someone is about to start about to criticize someone, compliment them first because they're not going to criticize someone straight after you've complimented them. Um, but it, even just complimenting your friend, compliment your friend and say, you look great today. Compliment that person that's maybe driving you nuts a little bit. Um, you don't have to talk to their face, but you can say, do you know what? I might not get along with you on a personal level, but I can see you're really, really loyal to your friends and I admire that. So twist the vibration, twist your mindset, start seeing the positives in people. And I know that can be hard. I can know, I know it can be hard to kind of turn that around, but it is going to bring in better things for you. And a big way to kind of improve yourself in this is when you see people around you start to bitch about people or start to criticize others this is when it's going to be the hardest because it's so easy just to join in and just to go oh yeah no they are a bit of a bitch um but instead stop yourself either call them out and say well actually like that's unfair we don't really know that person so we can't really have an opinion on them or if you're not comfortable calling them out which people are on different levels 
just don't join in or walk away. Set your boundary that you're not comfortable talking about someone when they're not around and then your friends will pick up that that is something you're not comfortable with. If someone starts bitching about someone to you and you don't give anything back, they're not going to do it again. They're not going to drag you down to that low vibration. And as you start to work on this, just watch as your mindset improves and you'll just you'll just find that you feel so much more positive when you're around your friends, when you're around other people. You don't feel like people are talking about you behind your back anymore because you're not doing that. And that brings us to our final step, which is setting boundaries. Uh, this is quite a big topic, so I will go further into setting boundaries uh, in another episode, but I will give a kind of brief overview on how it relates to self-love. Um, so setting boundaries, it's a way of demonstrating the self, how much we appreciate our body and how we're listening to our body. Uh, so it is a huge way of just saying, I appreciate, I appreciate you to your body, um, by understanding what you're, you're not ready for what you don't want to do. So boundaries are defined as a firm sense of right and wrong regarding your own comfort, safety, personal space, emotions, and feelings. And setting boundaries, it, it's very good to do them in advance because it's a way to let people know how you stand in different areas of your life. So if you let people know pre, previous, like at kind of at the beginning of a friendship or at the beginning of a decision, Say, for example, you don't drink alcohol. Letting your friend know, yeah, like just so you know, I actually don't drink alcohol. I'm not really comfortable with it. Your choice to drink it yourself, but uh, personally, it is not something I'm interested in. That is an example of a setting a boundary beforehand so that your friend's aware. And ideally, if you if it is a good friendship, your friend will understand that and they won't push it because it's a personal choice. It is a boundary you set. If they're not comfortable with it and they push you in any way, that is kind of telling you it, it's kind of a lesson for you whether this friendship is ideal for you and your lifestyle. Now, it is important to remember that boundaries are flexible, but only for you to change. So as you grow, you might learn that you no longer agree with the boundary you sent and you're now comfortable with that uh, for the alcohol situation, you personally might go, I don't mind having a one drink here or there anymore, but that comes from my own belief system that I, I can have a drink, uh, not from people pushing me. So you are allowed to change that. But also, for example, if you were a huge big binge drinker at one point and then you decide, actually, I don't want to drink anymore. I am finished with drinking. I've decided my boundary now is that I don't like drinking. This is an example, again, that boundaries are flexible you're allowed to change it as you want um, if someone pushes you again if they're not aware of your boundary let them know uh, if they push you past that then that's an issue that is an issue when they know that your boundary is there and they know that you're not comfortable with something if they continue to push that that is when you either need to have a conversation or you need to kind of distance yourself in the friendship now it is so so important to not let fear or guilt get in the way of setting your boundaries Remember, you do not know, you do not owe anyone anything. So just because someone goes, oh, but I, I really, really want you to come to this event with me. Like, won't you just come and just have one or two drinks? Yeah, okay, that's that's great that you want to go to the event. Um, but 
is not what I'm comfortable with. It's not the environment that I'm comfortable with and I'm sorry, but I will not be going. Don't let that fear or guilt that that person might be pushing onto you make you do something you're not comfortable with. Just say, no, I'm sorry, but it's not something I'm comfortable with. Again, if they're not comfortable with that or they get angry, that says more about them. That doesn't say anything about you. You set your boundary. You told them where you're comfortable. If they're not comfortable with that, that is saying a lot, lot more about them. In So in regards to uh, setting boundaries with manifestation, um, so if you aren't sticking up for yourself and sticking up for your boundaries, it is like saying that it's kind of saying to the universe that you want more of that. You want more people pushing your boundaries because you're not sticking to it. And I have been in that situation where I set a boundary and someone did not follow through with it and I was quite disappointed and I let them get away with it. And do you know what happens? It just happens again and again and again. And it just continues because you haven't stuck to that boundary. The more you stick with it, the more people are going to respect it. Um, and if they don't respect it again, more about them than you. Um, and it, it's also, I found that as soon as I didn't stick to my boundary, I felt like more situations kept coming in of lessons to learn. So the universe kind of likes to send lessons here and there and they like to go, "Mm, okay, have you learned from this time you set a boundary? Let's see. All right, here's a situation where I'm going to see if you have learned. And then if you go, no, that's my boundary and you stick to it, the universe goes, okay, okay, you probably don't need any more lessons. You know what you're doing. Whereas if you go, oh, oh, actually, okay, this one time I'll do this. The universe goes, okay, she, she, they, him clearly do not know their boundary levels. So let's teach them some more. So it's in, in regards to manifestation, you are attracting more situations where you will feel uncomfortable and you will feel like you have to set a boundary if you do not stick to it. And another way with manifestation, what it relates, so your experiences in the outer world, so how you let people treat you, how what your friendships are like, is a reflection of your inner world. So when you start making compromises on your outer world and start making sacrifices, you will find this in your inner world as well. You will find within yourself you are are compromising and sacrificing on boundaries or beliefs that you have set inside of you. So ways that you can improve yourself in this and work on this, uh, one way is start saying no. If you don't want to do something, just say no. You don't really even need to give an explanation. Actually, you don't need to give an explanation. Say, sorry, no, I'm not interested. That's it. You are under no obligation to do anything for anyone. You, There is no reason that you owe something to someone. There never is this whole idea of you owe me this because of this, I did this for you. That's not true. If you say no, and the more you say no, the more comfortable you're going to be with saying no. So you're not going to feel like, you're not going to feel guilty the next time you say it. If you start using it constantly when you're, when you want to use the word no, um, makes a big difference. Get used to saying no in situations where you don't, when you don't want to do something. Uh, another way to improve yourself, remember to respect other people's boundaries. So Remember that if you've got boundaries, people have some as well. And again, I'm not judging people that sometimes do push someone's boundaries without thinking about it, but just become more self-aware and pick yourself up on it more. Don't get upset with someone because they set a boundary. 
because that's exactly what you're doing. If you want people to respect your boundaries, you need to respect theirs. And the more you respect other people's, the more they're going to respect yours as well. And it is something that I think a lot of people do without thinking. Like I have definitely probably pushed a boundary, not realizing it was a set boundary and looked back on it later and went, oh, oh, that was someone's boundary they set. And I was pushing it. And I've grown from there and I, I think I've learned a lot more and I know now to keep be more aware and be more aware when someone is saying no. They're not saying no because they want to have, they want you to push them and they want to have more fun, but they just, they want to say no so that you push them more. They're saying no because they're not interested. So let them, let them have their way. Um, set boundaries with yourself is another way to improve yourself. Uh, it's good practice. So for an example, if you decide not to drink one night and then you, you're looking around and going, oh, actually, like that drink does look good. Oh, maybe I can do this. If you've set that boundary already within yourself, stick to it. If you have set the boundary that every night you were going to floss your teeth because that's something you want to do because you want to get comfortable with it, um, or you want to you want to fix your teeth, whatever reason, um, stick to it. So the little things, or you set the boundary, you want to be asleep by ten thirty, probably a more realistic boundary. So you've you said, I'm going to be asleep by 10.30. That is the boundary you set. I want to be asleep by 10.30 so I can get up uh, for bed early the next day and have a productive day. That is a boundary you've set with yourself. Stick to it. Be in bed by 10.30. Once you set this boundary and you, and you respect it yourself, you will find a lot more comfortable. You'll, you're a lot more comfortable with your boundary and to stick with your boundaries with other people. All right, so that brings us to the end of the three steps of way to show self-care and self-love to yourself. So these are three things that you can incorporate into your life. Um, just three little things. Try at least do one for the next week and see how much better you feel from it. Um, even little parts of it, like stop criticizing others, catch yourself as you do it and see how it improves and how more connected to yourself you feel. That brings us to the end of the very first episode of Uncovering the Subconscious, the podcast. I'm so, so grateful that you all listened and that you're here to the end and hopefully you're on your way to the next episode, which has already been released, which is all about the law of attraction. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. I do currently have a competition going on on my Instagram page to celebrate the start of the podcast. Uh, all you have to do is share the podcast to your story, tag me in it. If your account is on private, you will need to screenshot and send me a DM and then you'll be in the running to win a tarot card reading with me. Uh, super exciting. I can't wait to be able to read for one of you guys as part of the prize. So just in case anyone's not aware, my Instagram page, the current name is Soul Tarot Healing. Uh, if you're listening to this later, who knows, I might have had a spruce up and the name might be slightly different. But at the point of time for this competition, it is Soul Tarot Healing. Um, now to finish off the podcast, I would like to create a weekly tradition for the end of the podcast episode where I name something that I'm grateful for and you at home must also do the same. So you must also name something you're grateful for this week. So I'm grateful for all my supporters, all the people that follow my page, the people listening to the podcast right now, but I'm especially grateful for those people that go that extra mile. They share a lot of my content. They're always liking, they're 
most of the time they're commenting on the post um, and it's always, uh, even if I don't say anything every time, I always notice it and I always really appreciate it. I'll click on their story and see my story shared there and it's just such a great feeling. So I'm really grateful for all the people who share my content or just interact with my content. So much love and light to you all and I will see you in the next episode which is about the law of attraction. Bye guys. Thank you.